All right, it's Obi and Ashley, and this is our unfiltered version of the podcast. And if you've been listening to the show for the past couple of days, we've had the absolute privilege to be one of the exclusive morning shows allowed backstage for the CMAs. Now, what you're hearing is an interview between myself and Dirks Bentley, the superstar. And the way that they do these interviews is they're like back to back. So it's us and only a handful of us. But nevertheless, you're going to hear a portion of us transitioning, and then we get our unfiltered interview that you're going to hear right now with Dirk Spenley. Hey, man. What's up? Did you what's hear up? all that already? How are you, man? Good. Did you hear that in my last interview or no? I did. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I was trying to get oh, that, Well, and I didn't know if you, I don't know how your screens are set up, so I didn't know if you could see my face. And I was like, dude, don't make faces. Like, I, you were answering some really great questions, and they were genuine. <laughs> it was really sorry. good. Thanks, man. I especially like the part when uh, you were answering about kids and you were like, we're definitely not having more. <laughs> definitely not having more kids. I'm done. I mean, I haven't done the, I probably need to get the, get the procedure done, but uh, that's, that's the goal. It's not, I mean, we're good. We've had three. Three's enough. Yeah, but buddy, when God calls you, let me tell you, I got the procedure at three and yeah. we adopted one. So <laughs> my wife's talked about that. Really? She's, yeah, she's talked about that. My, my son, my son Knox wants a brother. And I'm like, oh man, well, I went to go maybe find your brother because no more coming from here. <laughs> okay, well, Dirks, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be preachy about this, but I will say that I, I didn't want to adopt, right? And something, you know, God had to move me to, to go there. Yeah. And now that we've got the baby, dude, my mind is blown. Every single time this baby smiles, every single time somebody compliments how cute the baby is, I'm like, and to think I didn't want to do this. Oh so, God, it makes me want to cry, bro. That's amazing, dude. Amazing. I'm just, just putting it out yeah. there. All right, I'm gonna keep my, keep my heart open. All right. Okay. So, uh, so here, let's get started because I've got the incredibly talented Dirks Bentley in front of me. And here we are talking about the CMAs and, uh, Dirks, you're no stranger to these award shows. Uh, even these interviews, dude, what is it like having to go back to back conversations with all these different people from all these different States, all these different cities? Oh, well, I mean, I just wish you were here. I mean, I hate that we're doing it through zoom. I, I love talking to you through zoom anyway, but this is, this, this is actually a pretty fun. Uh, part of the CMAs you come in here and there's artists bouncing around, going from spot to spot and you're talking to catching up with an artist here before you go back and do an interview here and see a friend from radio you know so i actually enjoy it uh, and this is great too but you know i think we're all kind of I, I keep feeling like we're getting past this stuff and then we're sucked back into the zoom world but um yeah. uh, i just wish you guys were here in person it's a lot more fun uh, the energy is just not the same obviously it's pretty quiet here well, uh, agreed, but uh, nevertheless, I still have some really great questions that I want to throw your well, way hey, just so we, can, so we can get personal because so, so you've been cycling a lot lately and, uh, you know, I've even asked some of my runner friends, what do you think about, what do you think about? You're going for a 50 mile cycle. Like what, what goes on in your head during that 50 miles? Oh, well, I just did one two days ago. It was 100 miles, and it really? was uh, I, don't even, I don't even like to drive 100 miles. <laughs> I know. It's weird to think about. It was seven. It, was, it started at 5,000 feet, and it was 7,000 feet of climbing. So it was um, it was a beast, man. It took me eight hours to do. Um, and pretty much what's going on through my head the whole time is, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And then, oh, yeah, look up. Look how pretty it is. Look how pretty it is, because we're riding through the Mexico border with, and out in Arizona and these huge mountains and vistas and stuff. So you're trying to bounce between enjoying it with and also just like quieting the uh the voice in your head that's telling you to um you know to quit so yeah it's wow. not uh i want to call it fun um but it's rewarding that's something that parents know the difference between the two <laughs> wow hey dirks can, can you speak into the mental health um um uh rewarding that it does when you're on that bike oh yeah i mean it's unbelievable that's why you do i mean anything i've ever tried it's just I, it's because it's hard and hard things 
you, know, you try to teach your kids that you know you, you can do hard things and when you get through something like that you know it just it's not so much for the physical exercises for the mental well-being you know any exercise really is, i always tell my kids that i'm making i make my kids go hike on the weekends they don't want to i'm like we're not doing this for your body we're doing this for your brain so you guys you know get, it's the best drug there is is that release you get from doing exercise so and having fun playing so yeah it's it's really important at any age for sure Love it. Uh, I'm going to pivot because you just talked about the kids. Um, yeah. Are you having, so I've got my four. Are you having device issues? Oh, of course. It's okay. unbelievable. I got a 13 year old. What's your oldest? Uh, my oldest is about to turn 13. And I, 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 you know, it's funny because they need them. They need them for school. Yeah. But then yeah. at the same time, man, they got their faces buried in it. And I'm trying to be that level-headed dad that's like, come on, I need to see your face and I need some interaction. It's a constant battle. It never ends. And you got to try to understand where they're coming from. And that's the world they're growing up in. And, and uh, But also, as a parent, get involved and realize it's just not a, it's not a, it's not good uh, for, to be on that thing for that long. We know how it makes us feel, so it can't make them feel any better. So uh, and there's sometimes it's unavoidable. You know, flying back on Southwest yesterday from Phoenix, my son's on the thing for three hours my eight-year-old and what can you do i mean you're just trying to get through a flight right but yeah there's there's times at home i catch myself you know it's like i gotta go get them off that thing and if i don't i know i'm just being lazy because they're being quiet and it's kind of nice but you gotta get over there and like all right grab a bike grab a soccer ball get your shoes on we're, we're gonna go do something so it's it's my 13 year old loves snapchat and uh you know just that's and I don't understand. They take these terrible pictures of themselves. It's not like <laughs> a good-looking picture. Like it's off the side. They shake their head and they take the picture. It's their, it's their way of like it's like the new emoji or something. I don't know. But you know, try to try to understand where they come from. At the same time, trying to yeah, it's a it's a constant battle. It kind of wears you out. Well, I appreciate you being honest with that because there's a lot of us parents that are all kind of struggling with that. Oh, I, know, yeah, man. I know there's a time where I, I take away the device and then I realize I find myself in a closet because I'm like, I got to get this text through, but I just told them they can't be on the device. Like, they, <laughs> I know. Ugh. Well, if you watch the movie Social Dilemma, any, every parent out there should watch it and they should watch it with their kids because even the people that created this technology are like, this stuff is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't even let our own kids use it. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, uh, well, let's pivot. Let's pivot because, uh, yeah. you know, you've got you've got some tours happening, and uh, we had a great conversation about gifting and how some of you artists who, are, who have now really, really made it, and you're bringing up these people underneath you, what do you give them as gifts for joining you on the tour? Oh, that's a great question. Well, yeah, I feel like it's happening on the road as well as on, on records. You know, on, uh, on the road this last tour, I had um, Riley Green and Parker McCollum. And uh, I always, you know, the guys up on stage playing the guitar, both those guys are big guitar. You know, they they, they, they play guitar during their show. And and uh, I love acoustic guitars. And so I got them both Martin guitars, uh, really nice Martin guitars. Um, uh, I have a relationship with Martin, so it helps out a little bit. But I got them both great guitars. And uh, in the past, it's been a combination of things. And also just... You know, they give back to me being on that tour. You know, it helps. I learned a lot from watching those guys. And um, my the song I have right now, Beers on Me, I have Hardy and Breland on that song. I learned a lot from just being around those guys in the studio. So the gifts go both ways. You know, the, you've been around for a while doing it. You can definitely have some lessons, some some mentor, mentoring ship you can do to the younger guys. But, man, I learned a lot from the guys like Hardy and Breland and, and uh, Parker McCollum and Riley Green. They got, a lot to, they got a lot to learn from those guys, too. Well, man, I'll give you some credit because, you know, you're mentioning Breland a lot. And uh, this is a guy who, um, man, he's going to be able to go on for the rest of his career. And he'll have you as the nugget in his brain that's like, man, this dude, <laughs> this dude took a chance with me, man. That's cool to have that kind of uh, influence and power today. I, I, you know, I throw the word power around really loosely. Yeah. But to be able to do that for somebody. Well, yeah, it's important. I mean, he's the genre. Obviously, we could use more people of color in the genre. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to have a... a 
bigger you know pool to draw from for talent. You know, we need to reach out a little bit here, and uh, so to have him on there, uh, you know, he's it's good for the genre to have him in there. It's good for me to have him on my song. He's so talented. The guy came in and rewrote the third verse of the song in 20 minutes and wrote the best verse. Honestly, I've ever heard in a long time in this town. Uh, if you look at, if you really dissect that verse, you know, uh, I like my drinks, like my roof on the house. I didn't know what that line even meant. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? My drinks, my, oh, I like, you know, like my, my, I like my drinks on the house and I like my roof on the house. Like, damn, that's good. You know, buckets, <laughs> buckets for a Lincoln. I'm like, buckets for a Lincoln. What the hell? Is he, oh, buckets of beer for five dollars. Buckets for a Lincoln. He just paints with so many more colors than I'm used to when he writes his songs, and so. Yeah, great having him in there, and uh, certainly Hardy, and just some of these newer artists uh, that are out there making waves. But uh, yeah, huge fan of, of Breland's, and I can't say enough nice things about him. Man, that's cool. That's cool to hear you even use uh, phrases like you know he paints with so many different colors. Like that's 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 such an uh, it paints a, uh, an image for us. Well, we kind of in this town we get stuck, you know, writing songs. Just you know, there's some paint by numbers things we kind of tend to fall back on that work. And uh, he's coming from a different perspective and just using different words and different rhymes and whole different approach so it's it's it just makes the overall makes the music more colorful i think cool okay i don't i don't want to take up too much of your time but now we're going to get into just family just because we've got the holidays uh across from us um so two questions and then the last thing i'll do is our fast five which which we're pretty famous for ashley and myself in orlando cool. here yeah. uh but 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 the last two questions that i have family wise is siblings when it comes time to christmas thanksgiving uh how, how do you guys decide whose house to do it at is it automatic that it's going to be at your house how, how do you That's decide question. all that well, yeah, we kind of split it up. So Thanksgiving this year will be with my mom in Phoenix, and then uh, Christmas I'll probably be out in Colorado. So with my wife's family. So yeah, we kind of split it up a little bit. But we, uh, you know, yeah, it can be. They, I guess I can be a little contentious, but um, we've we gotten pretty good at. You know, luckily both our families live in Arizona, so if we're visiting one, we can always go and visit the other. And we, my wife's really good at making sure we get a lot of time with the grandparents. I didn't really grow up knowing my grandparents, so. It wasn't really a focal point for me when we had kids about making sure they see their grandparents a lot, but my wife's way more into the extended family than, than I, I am. And that's been great. She's really made sure that we um, see them a lot and, and they get their time with the grandkids. And uh, so I got to give her all the credit for that. Okay. Okay. The in-laws, uh, we get along. Everybody's good. Uh, yeah. I, I can imagine they're huge fans of you. Oh yeah. I got great in-laws and there's great people and my whole my wife's whole side of the family is just great people. I, they got family down in Southern Arizona and Sierra Vista that I stayed with when I was doing this bike ride and um, just good people. And uh, I'm really lucky in that regard to have a, and they're way into music, not just country music. They love all kinds of music. My wife knows more about music than I do because she just grew up listening to so much. You know, I listen to all eighties hair band. I mean, I can tell you a lot about white snake, <laughs> but my wife can go deep on Fleetwood Mac and, you know, and, Lionel Richie. So uh, I, I, I'm thankful that she had, her, you know, for my in-laws because they're big music fans. Wow, cool. Okay, so Dirks, uh, here we go. I'm just going to give you the fast five. I'll ask you five questions really quick. You normally knock all these out of the park. Um, so here we go. Question number one with Dirks Bentley. Can you assemble furniture? Of course. Oh, yeah. Even without the instructions. It's not gonna be, It's not going to be right, but it'll be functional. Okay. All right. You, you, you beat me with that. The, so one of the number one things I tell people is like communication. I love communication, but don't yeah. take me to Ikea. I, I won't be able to help. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, so nervous habits, uh, a lot of people out there, we, we talked about mental health and whatnot. Like, I think sometimes we look at you superstars when you guys take the stage and we're like, man, it's so easy. Do you still have nerves? Oh yeah, I mean for sure. I think I, once once you stop having nerves, I think it's time to probably hang hang up the boots, right? I mean, it's, you should walk out there feeling nervous. I try to take 
that energy. I tell my kids that too. Like instead of being nervous, just think about being anxious. Like you're excited to lean into something as opposed to leaning leaning away from something. So yeah, I still get anxious before I walk on the stage, and and every night I've, I've you know it feels like I'm playing um, the most important show of my life. Whether no matter where wow. it is, it's always that feeling of like this is a this is scary kind of thing. So I think that's good. Okay, cool. All right, all right. So we talked about your tour gifts to people on tour with you. Um, what's the coolest thing that somebody's given you for being on tour with them? Uh, it goes back to 2006. Kenny Chesney, he gave me a, uh, a Sea Ray boat. So that's not oh a bad gift. Oh my God. Right? A, Wait a minute. So a Dirks, yeah. you're just giving people guitars and this dude's giving people boats? He gave me a boat. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You may have to step yeah, up to jet skis or something. You I, know? Get, oh, I, I gave jet skis to the brothers Osborne and Lanco. I gave everyone a jet ski. What? Seven jet skis away, yeah. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Thanks for reminding me. Of it. How, uh, dude, how cool. How cool to be able to get... <laughs> you know what? Hold on. So Okay, so here we go. Question number four. Your generosity. When you're generous, what does it do to you? Oh, gosh. It's all about giving, right? I mean, the more you give, the more you get that old cliche. Sometimes the cliches are, are cliches because they're true, so... Yeah, man, you give those guys that gift like that, and they're going to pass on it. Just like Kenny gave me that boat, then I give a jet ski down to these guys. So, yeah, it, it, you pass it on. That's the most important thing, especially this time of the year. So that's an important thing to remember. Okay, final question. Uh, I think this one will be fun, especially after we just came across this pandemic. Hopefully everything's calming down, but that had us thinking about the zombie apocalypse, all that stuff. Uh, what weapon would you choose if the zombie apocalypse was to be a thing? Like, what would be your choice? Oh man, that's a that's a great question. Um, I, I I have to head down to the Nashville Armory and just load up on everything those guys got down there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting yelled at here on the other side of the camera, though. Uh, they want they want to pass me on to someone else. So, Dirks, uh, you're amazing, dude. Thank you so much for the time. I really do thanks, appreciate Toby. it. Thanks, I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, happy holidays. All right, you too, man. All right, brother. See you, dude.